I think when we as tech leaders stop trying, I think that's when we have to think about what we're doing. I mean, because we, the truth is we're always trying to make things faster, better, stronger, however we want to do it. We want to build these things out to make them uh, the way that, you know, that our end users can actually use in a, in a good way. Welcome everybody back to a final episode, not a final, hopefully forever, yeah, but no, the no. final episode of season six of the Undisrupted Podcast. Adam and I representing today, as it is opening day of baseball when this is being recorded. Adam, what you got there? I'm representing for my bravos from the A, the Atlanta Braves, formerly Milwaukee Braves. But you know what? We're representing Atlanta right now. We came up a little short last year, but this is our year. We're back. You're still playing in that Fulton County Stadium? Is that where y'all play still? <laughs> Gosh, no. You know, we got a we got the brand new truest field. Um, it's amazing. It's beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Um, I see you're representing over there. Yeah. This is the Corn Dogs. Uh, this is uh, not a minor league <laughs> team. In fact, if you look for this team anywhere, you would never be able to find them. They are my college baseball team. When I played a college rec league, we are the Taos Corn Dogs. That was the name of our <laughs> little co-op that we lived in uh, here at University of Texas campus. And as a matter of fact, in two weeks, probably right when this is dropping, they are doing an alumni game. And I've been asked to come back and pitch, which will be fun because my arm, I, last time I did it was about five years ago. And I could, after about, I think two innings, I was like, man, I'm shot. So we'll see what happens to my arm because I'm, I'm <laughs> a lot older now. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not spring chickens here. And and here's the thing. We're at that age where you get hurt doing normal stuff, like getting out of the bed and pulling a muscle that is, is real. It's real. Like once you hit yeah. 40, things just break down. Yeah, I can't see stuff anymore. Um, I am a, I am that person that, my goodness, thank God for the flashlight. And I'm about to, but I haven't yet, Adam, changed the <laughs> font size on my phone, but I'm getting closer Oh. I see people with those big giant, you know, the text font. You're like, how could they do yes. that? I just, you can't see it unless I take out my contacts and or get corrective <laughs> eye surgery and I don't want to do any of that. But anywho, uh, let's get into our debate before we have some fun here. I mean, although we're already starting with some fun. Um, right, you yeah. and I both participated and actually hosted separately different panels around everybody's hot button topic, AI, artificial intelligence. Um, you did one uh, for Future Ready, of course, who, of course, offer mm -hmm. on this podcast uh, around demystif demystifying AI. And so I wondered what were a couple of things you picked up on that? And then I'll share a couple that I got from my panels, too. Yeah, one of the amazing things from the panel was it was really a great panel because everyone had difference of opinions about AI and and our approaches. I love uh, panels where there is some contrarian points of view because it can't yeah. all be Pollyanna. We all can't be on there talking about how great and wonderful it is without bringing up some possible obstacles or, or opportunities that could challenge the way we do things. So that's one thing that I got from my uh, webinar that I had, the roundtable. It was really great seeing the different personalities talk about it because we had from classroom to startups uh, to nonprofits all sharing their thoughts on how they've been able to utilize AI um, in, in that space. So what, what about yeah, yours? Yeah, we had, uh, mine were mixed too, because I didn't have, it was like, I, I brought in some higher ed, which we don't hear a lot from. I feel like you and I are so mm. ingrained in the K-12 space. So I brought in a couple of folks from higher ed. Um, we brought in uh, some folks from industry. This is through Microsoft, one was through Qualcomm. So just different tech companies and kind of like what they're seeing globally 
Uh, and it's kind of amazing to me that Elliot Levine from Qualcomm, I'll give a quick shout out to because he was very animated about it. You know, very techie guy. He was all about his Snapdragon microchips, which, you know, some of us can get geeked out about. But he was basically saying, you know, like there's stuff that they can do now that it's already happening on your device, you know, like when it comes to just like eye detection. So in the olden days, I mean, now still we're looking at Zoom. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at you, but I'm actually looking down at you. My camera's right up here. Right. But there's there's now AI that can adjust and actually kind of determine where your eyes should be. So it looks like you're looking naturally mm-hmm. at the person. Uh, and then noise cancellation. He said he went and did an experiment of this new AI noise cancellation software. We basically went to the middle of Times Square and did a recording of something and it picked up nothing. It was just him. So it's getting pretty cool to hear just some of those opportunities. And I think when I think about kids and accessibility and different learning differences, I mean, how much this is going to help them in some way. So not necessarily on the on the generative AI front that we've all been talking about with ChatGPT. Right. Um, but you know, still some interesting things. So I encourage all of you listeners and we'll drop them in the show notes. Adam's mine. We have all our recordings mm-hmm. out there. If you want to go back and listen to those in detail, uh, some pretty good stuff there and also pretty interactive. I, I don't know about you, but I felt like this is the most I've had on a webinar in a while. It's like, we got webinared out on oh, yeah. COVID and remote learning and then mm-hmm. it like disappeared. Like you get 12 people, you'd be excited. There are hundreds. <laughs> but you know, here's something interesting that you brought up and, as my mind thinking about that, the the eye capture software, because it was one thing that I saw, and I want to say it was Microsoft was uh, talking about it as well. And, you know, they have that, uh, was it an electro coach or something like that built in their PowerPoint Co- where Co-pilot, uh, it or... gives you the feedback? Yeah, it gives you, yeah, well, no, not the co-pilot piece, but it's going to be a part out, of yeah. that. But with the with the eye tracking, if you're doing something like uh, we, we've done this before, virtual keynotes or presentations where you're presenting content over a Zoom format, you're, you're just talking to your screen. You don't know if someone's paying attention, whether they like it, uh, dislike it. But because it can track eye movement and attention, in theory, the AI can give you feedback to let you know whether or not you're losing your audience uh, based on uh, their eye tracking motion, whether or not something's really hitting, whether you need to speed up your your pace in, in real time. So I think something like that could be really cool for presenters or for people doing virtual instruction to understand whether or not they have their attention of their audience in real time. And, and it gives you suggestions on what you should do because the conversation around AI, everyone, like you said, everyone's been talking about chat GPT, but it's bigger than that. And I think that's one thing going back to our our webinars that people hopefully were able to get from it to understand yeah. that it's more than just chat GPT. It's, it's AI is everywhere, is in a lot of different softwares, it's hardware pieces that people are adding in now. Um, and it's really going to be here. It's not a, a, a one of those things that's just here for the moment. It's only yeah. going to get better and we're going to see more and more of it. But how fast does that happen is the next question. Because, you know, your boy yeah. uh, Elon has uh, kind of put his uh, name out there recently yeah. about AI. Yeah, which is ironic because, you know, you're talking about how it's everywhere. It's in our cars and it's in the cars that he's building. You know, there's a lot of autonomy that's coming through artificial intelligence. But, yeah, he is part of this group. I don't know if you have seen this. This is about uh, just came out in the news the last couple of days. Basically, a group of a thousand or so folks that have uh, tech leaders or industry leaders that have gotten together to basically say, we should put a pause on this. We should take a vacation. We should uh, let's let's let, let let's let's stop for a summer break and then go through and figure <laughs> out, like, what are we like? Let's set up some rules to govern he's worried that the speed and the acceleration they are of this ai is that it's getting so fast that we're not gonna be able to control it or govern it ourselves um yeah i don't know uh, i mean he's your you're his biggest fan or <laughs> this is him just being coy because he knows that you're on the path of him as a bond villain and so he has yes. to kind of throw this out as like a red herring uh to get mm-hmm. us off the scent 
so to speak. <laughs> but it's it's interesting that he is the one, you know, and of others, but he's like the biggest name attached to it, telling people to slow down the development of this. Um, when when you think about it, it's it is exciting, but it is scary when you think about the things that we can sure. do, because there's always the dystopian stuff you read about where we're going to create the Terminator. We're going to create Skynet. It's going to become self-autonomous and destroy us all. Uh, you know, right. that's the doom and gloom. But but it is some real some some things we need to discuss, because when you think about programming and who writes it, yes, it's AI, but it's still humans that create it. And if the data set that is pulling is data that we have produced then are we inherently writing in biases into the AI? Um, if we're pulling from data sets that were created by man that also has a man or woman, um, it, it has our biases already out there. And so it's pulling that data. So now we're now using AI to perpetuate, perpetuate biases that currently yes. exist in the world. So it's, it's, it's kind of, we have to ask these questions or we're going to run into something and we're going to realize, oh, my gosh, we're too far down this rabbit hole. What are we going to do? Right. And I think and even in the Terminator analogy that I hear quite often, it's always, a, you know, the truth of that is, I mean, it's robots, but it's also, you know, firing devices or missiles or own things against us. I mean, I think right now, if I look around my house and I try to determine what AI could actually control, I mean, it can make this house really warm. Uh, it can make it pretty cold. Uh, it could turn off my cameras. Um, I guess it could control my smart locks. I, don't, I think I have the ability to override that somewhat. My car is, I have a 2010 Tundra, which has no AI in it. So, um, and it's a gas guzzler. So I'm keeping that old thing. But I mean, you've got new vehicles. I mean, there's so much new technology in the yeah. vehicles. So I guess there's some danger there. But I mean, in reality, a lot of robots aren't going to come crashing through my windows anytime soon. Although Elon was designing those robots not too long ago. Yes, so yes. There's a clip of us. There's yeah. a clip on that. <laughs> there is. I wonder if he's going to pause on that. Well, uh, speaking of biases and AI, I think it's interesting. So uh, Adam and I have been talking for a long time about doing this kind of fun season ender. We've talked about it for previous seasons, but we haven't had a chance to put it together. So we're going to do it today for our listeners. And basically, we, we're going to do a little musical tribute, some lyrics that tech leaders can relate to. Um, this will definitely spike all the content warnings on copyright uh, on YouTube. So you know, so be it. Uh, we'll see what happens. We're going to try to play just short clips, but we'll probably still get pink. But if you're listening to this as a podcast, then you're going to have some fun as well. Uh, with this. So, yes. so what was funny, Adam, is that, you know, you and I have come up with some of our own and we did this kind of brainstorming part of it. And I thought, you know what, let's throw it into chat GPT. Cause like everything else, you're like, well, mm. is this as hard as I want? So I asked the prompt, what are some lyrics to songs that tech uh, IT professionals could relate to? And it spit out um, quite a few and some were good. Some were, I don't like the power of love <laughs> by Huey Lewis in the news. And it goes on to explain, here's the lyric. The power of love is a curious thing. Make a one man weep, make another man sing. Now that I can relate to as an IT person. Um, but then it says, IT professionals understand the power of technology to bring people together and transform lives. I'm like, okay, that's a loose association there to that song. Um, yeah. What, what other ones do you see in here that stand out to you that we're not going to go do today? But uh, <laughs> any of these others? Yeah. Well, the one that catches my eye is All By Myself by Celine Dion. <laughs> Celine Dion. <laughs> <laughs> don't want to be no. all by myself anymore <laughs> but you know it professionals normally if you are a cto or cio tech director you are one of one in your system uh, so you spend long hours working on this by yourself at times 
Uh, so yeah, it can be true, but we want to make sure everyone understands that we are better together. Uh, and we're better. No, we'll, we'll say that for the ending. That's but, the end. you know, you can't find yourself by yourself, but you don't want to be by yourself. Uh, but oftentimes when the network goes down or there's something, you have to come up with a solution. You, It's on you. It's on your shoulders. You are all by yourself. <laughs> Somewhere Celine is really worried about her job right now. Um, I'm glad you went to I'm glad you went to sing because I wasn't going to on that one. Um, what's like, I'm just one or two other ones here. It's the end of the world as we know it. I mean, that's a little bit dramatic, but yes, new technology does change or under pressure. I like that song because there is times, I don't know if you've been, I feel like every IT person at some point in their life has to go through that moment where like the time, the clock is ticking and like the server's mm-hmm. breaking or like the, or maybe it's just your superintendent that wants to get this presentation up on a slide. And for some reason it is just not extending the screen. <laughs> like I've had those moments where you're just like, this is it. And you can feel the sweat coming down. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess there's some pressure there. Um, and here's one that, that, that pops into my mind. It's, it's the, the Michael Jackson song, leave me alone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> going, going back to being a tech director, you are on call sometimes 24 seven. Uh, and a lot of us, you know, went through this during the pandemic where you're always getting a call about this happening, that happening. And it gets to the point where you're like, just leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> definitely and now now that we've both had our opportunities to sing i think we should probably let the professionals do it for the rest of the show so we're gonna right. we're gonna queue up some of these now this first one i bring to the table adam is a uh it's a popular song it's a one-hit wonder uh don't get me wrong but it's definitely the beginning lyrics i feel like uh as as chat bt says this song reflects the resilience and perseverance that it professionals often need to have when working with complex projects and for those of you out there you know this song, you've heard this song, <laughs> and it's something we can all relate to. Knock down. Every day. <laughs> I get knocked down. Yes. Yes. I don't know that there I don't know that there are any other lyrics to that, but I mean I feel like that's just the one that gets I mean it's the it's the chorus, but it's also the main thing. Again, by the way, the name of the song, Tub Thumping, which has nothing to do with that lyric. Uh but no. you know. Uh, that's that's one that I when I hear it, I always think about those moments mm-hmm. in IT where you're like, Yeah, here we go, but you gotta get back up, man. It's every every day is an opportunity, every day is a challenge, but you gotta keep going. Well, you know, it, it, that's interesting because it brings me to the song that I'm thinking of. Because as tech directors, we do the best we can. That's that's all we can. Because there's not a manual to do this. Yes, there's classes, there's books you can read, but there's not a manual. And so each and every day, we do the best we can. And we, we just have to try. That's it. You have to try. But it's it's you do have failures in this. <laughs> that's right. Oh, Macy. Yes. <laughs> Where will we go from here? Where will they stop? I yes, yes, yes. I try. Because that's the thing. You try the best you can. And you just have to understand that in this role that, you know, you have to take opportunities. You have to take risks and you have to try. Uh, it's not always going to work out. 
And, you know, there will be some failure in that. I mean, the failure is something that you know a lot about. Yeah. I mean, because you wrote a book on it, not that you're a failure um, or anything. Yeah. It's, 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 also, I, yeah. No, no. Also true. Both, <laughs> both are correct. The book and the failure. Yeah, I agree with you. I think that. And I think I think when we as tech leaders stop trying, I think that's when we have to think about what we're doing. I mean, because we the truth is we're always trying to make things faster, better, stronger, however we want to do it. We want to build these things out to make them uh, the way that, you know, that our end users can actually use in a, in a good way. But sometimes you know, that might kill you. That doesn't kill you. does make you stronger, as Kanye says. Yes. Because I can't wait much longer. Yeah. Oh, wait, I played it again. But that is also what, yeah, that, that, that's also what my superintendent says. I need you to hurry up now because yes. I can't wait much longer. <laughs> I know. I have that happen. Like when the when the uh, when the phone system goes down, it's like I can't yeah. wait. I need I need phones right now. Yeah. Right now, Adam. Just <laughs> well, put yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. you're. That's the thing. Our networks. It ha- you want them to be stronger. You want them to be better. You want them to be faster because there's always testing going on. Because if the internet goes down, no one can learn. You know, that's literally right. what we've tied the network to is 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 learning and computing. So it has to work when you want it to work. But sometimes it doesn't. It doesn't work sometimes, no matter what you do. <laughs> and then everybody's looking to blame somebody. <laughs> you're getting the call. You're like, the network's down. <laughs> oh, wait. Yeah, I played it a little too early. So, yeah. so yeah, who do you blame it on? Let's see. Yes. Oh, boy. Gotta blame, blame it, it on something. On something. <laughs> So you know what? If the network goes down, blame it on the weather. Because <laughs> here's the thing. They don't know. They don't know. You can blame it on the weather. You can say, you know, just like your satellite TV, it's raining a lot. That's why the network's not working. <laughs> you know that bad storm we had yesterday? That's why it's not working. <laughs> right, exactly. We have some, we're have we still dealing with some outages from that storm. Or or my favorite is like, there's a server farm up in Dallas that's bothering, you know, that, that has some connection here. And I think there's something going down with that. Or I don't know, have you checked Google to see if there's any outages? I mean, you get those sometimes too. <laughs> uh, ultimately, it comes down to like, you know, what are, you know, we do become very reliant on these things. And I think, and I think there's, we talked about this at the outset of the show with AI, it's like, it can help us in some ways, but it also is going to drive us in some ways too. I mean, we, you and I both talked before in previous episodes about mm-hmm. how Amazon can kind of drive our suggestions of what we're actually thinking. Um, and I love just this little quote from a classic, which just, I think, celebrated its 50th year anniversary album, uh, this right here, by Pink Floyd. Welcome to the machine. And then the most important lyric right here. What did you dream? It's all right. We told you what to dream, right? So the machines are now telling you. I mean, I don't know about you, but if you're an IT professional, I like, have you ever had nightmares, you know, about (laughs) servers crashing or like I have these, this recurring nightmare where I'm trying to find something and I can't, and this is real. I can't like, I'll try to look it up and my phone is like, the words aren't working and it's so frustrating. But so yeah, it's now kind of impermeated our, even our alternate reality with dreams, which is not good. Yeah. 
I think my worst machine dream was the first year I rolled out a one-to-one. I had the dream that we couldn't collect any of the machines from the students, that we had like the highest uh, rate of theft in the entire country. And I had to go in front of my board and explain this. And I don't think I had pants on or something. You know, it was a a dream. (laughs) It always happens. Yeah. Why the the exposure, <laughs> but the frustration with that too. And it's funny because I think in our lives, I mean, I know you and I are similar in a lot of ways that we, we're kind of the go-to people for a lot of people just with tech and like in my own household, it's like, come over here and just stand next to my computer, dad, yeah. fix my Chromebook, dad. I get that all the time. Um, and so like when you don't have that ability, and I think that's part of the stress of those nightmares and those dreams, uh, it just, it really bothers me. <laughs> you know, but, but the amazing thing, you know, with those dreams that you have, sometimes you never get to the, like, the end of your dream. Like I can never remember the ending, you know, how it ended. I remember the whole dream, but I can't remember how it ends because you have a beginning, you have an end, which kind of brings me to the, another song of mine. One of my favorite groups, by the way, um, they had a really good stretch right there. You know, go ahead and cue yeah. it up for everybody. <laughs> That's right. But in the end, doesn't even matter. The fall to lose it all. Yep. Doesn't even matter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, you have these projects, and sometimes you work really hard on them. You know, and you put all the you've done your research, you put your time, you put your effort into it, but for whatever reason, it didn't matter. It it just wasn't. It, it didn't work. Uh, no matter right. how hard you tried. Yeah. And it's okay and sometimes think, to understand. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I think that's part of I mean, I think sometimes, again, back to the, the Macy Gray, sometimes you just have to try. And sometimes in the end, it doesn't matter. But I mean, if you're learning from the mistakes or you're growing from those mistakes, you can get to a point where, you know, maybe it turns to a point where technology is just, you know, positive and happy. And which brings me to Dead Mouse. Yes, that's right, folks. We have Dead Mouse on the show. Uh, if yeah. you haven't heard this song, The Velt, the eight-minute version is phenomenal. But I'll tell you a little bit more about <laughs> it in just a second because I want you to hear these lyrics because this is just makes you feel good. Happy life with the machines. Scattered around the room. Does it sound right? Yes. Uh, happy technology. Now mm-hmm. I'll tell you the dark part of this uh, story. That song is based on a Ray Bradbury book done in the forties, a short story that he talks about technology taking over the world. And in one particular instance in this short story, there's a VR AR uh, virtual reality room that's created inside everybody's house where you can go and create any environment. So you want the kids to learn about the desert you can go in there and there's a desert environment. Uh, you want to create about the jungle, whatever. And so the kids have figured out. How Sounds to good so it. far. Sounds, yeah, so far so good, right? Oh my, immersive, right? Totally immersive. Like you can feel yeah, the rain, yeah. you can hear the animals. In fact, the animals can actually come out of the walls at some point and the kids figure this out and they hack it. And at one point they're really mad at their mom and dad because they didn't get like whatever they wanted for dinner or the dessert they wanted. And so they convinced their parents, they start screaming because they were in the room. But the truth is they're hiding behind some furniture in the room and the lion actually, there's a lion in the jungle that jumps out and eats them. 
in real life. So, uh, <laughs> okay. That's not happy turn. technology. <laughs> no, it's not. Which is what's ironic about the song. If you ever listen to the whole song and you listen to the lyrics, it talks, they made this room, they made it for me, happy technology. And it's all like fun. And then you go to the, the, the part of the story and it's just not so good. So yeah. So again, <laughs> much like technology, sometimes we feel like it's good all around me. And then it takes a turn for the worse sometimes. <laughs> but on a bright note, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes technology, when it's all working and it's happy technology, <laughs> it makes yes. us feel happy when, when everything's working. <laughs> it makes you happy. True. <laughs> but, you know, but, well, uh, also, though, as a tech director or CTO, decision maker, you're sitting in this seat and you have to make decisions. I mean, uh, how many of us out there have had the choice between, OK, do we go with tablets or do we go with Chromebooks or do we go with laptops? Uh, do we go one to one? Do they send home? Is it modified? Do we buy carts? Do we not buy carts? Um, this machine or that machine? If only there was a song that really said that. <laughs> oh, Yes, I love this one. Oh, yeah. Here, they go. Here, they Here we go. This or that? And that is that is the problem. <laughs> that is the problem for tech directors. This or that, this or that. Because when you have these decisions, of course, you do your research as best as possible. You want to make sure you're making the right decision, but oftentimes it comes down to a this or that decision. Um, and you have to decide which one you want to go with. And that's also, I think, the song playing in the heads of educators when they come back from conferences with all these new tools and apps. And I always, I always hear tech directors go, oh, boy, TCA must have been in town or it must have been ISTE or Future Ready <laughs> just came by. Because now they're all coming back like this or that, this or that. Yes, <laughs> I feel it. I feel it. Uh, well, uh, by the way, I feel really bad for whoever's editing all of this because they're gonna have to sync up not only our video, but our lyrics and everything, but you know, we'll leave that to the great crew at all for editing. <laughs> you know, th that could drive somebody insane. That's all I'm saying. That could drive somebody it, insane. I, I like what you're thinking. And I think for our last song, let's, let's, let's take, let's not get them too crazy, but to wrap up, I think we should mm -hmm. end with a song, uh, that kind of ties everything neatly together. You're talking about kind of all the, what's going on in our own minds half the time, but we talked about, uh, artificial intelligence and, and virtual reality and all these things. And I think it kind of leads to this classic by Jamiroquai. Oh. Now we got to get both our videos queued up. For those of you watching, we are sliding around like Jamiroquai. All right, I gotta cut that off because I think, like I said, oh, it stopped yeah. itself. <laughs> oh, yes, we love uh, that. I love that song. Yes, and this is a. By the way, Chat GPT recommended it. I had already looked it up, but I looked up Automation, which is a different Jamiroquai song because that was the one I was thinking mm -hmm. of. Uh, this song explores the impact of technology on our lives and relationships, which is a topic that IT professionals may find particularly interesting. <laughs> so I, I love that lyric though. It says, "Future is made of virtual." Insanity, insanity now always seem to be governed by this love we have for useless twisting of our new technology. Oh, so good. Mm. And he was so ahead of his time. Uh, yes. I love it. I mean, and that's, and that's, it goes back to that Elon Musk. 
it goes back to that taking that pause sometime because we are getting at that point where all these things are happening so fast, so rapidly that it's going to get all twisted up. It's going to get twisted up, man. Got to take a moment sometimes to step back and see what we're doing. And I think uh, that's what we're going to do, Adam. This is it. We've reached the end of season six. Somehow, amazingly, and always and forever, our thanks and props to All for Ed for keeping us on the air all of these years. Uh, Adam is now working at All for Ed, so I hope that this will continue. <laughs> if it doesn't, that means that he's probably not working there anymore. Um, but we we are, Adam and I are going to take a hiatus. Uh, you may find us, uh, those of you listening to this podcast, you may find us at future events. I believe we'll both be together at ISTE, if I'm not mistaken. Yep, ISTE, um, going to be heading out to ASUGSV. Uh, yep. Yeah, we may a bunch have, of letters we there. Have to, uh, we have to do some live recording. We'll see if we can find Elon or or someone that looks like Elon and interview them uh, while we're there. Because I think I'll bring the I'll probably bring the podcast equipment. That'd just be fun to do. So um, yeah. we'll do some. And we'll I would love for anyone. Yeah, I, I, w- I want anyone who's listening to go ahead and add us and tell us your favorite uh, song that could be tied to yes. EdTech. Uh, let's get a playlist yeah. going. What did we miss? Yeah. When we do, we're going to work this summer. Adam and I are going to go to a sound studio and work on undisrupted the album. Uh, And so uh, (laughs) we need to, we need some help. We're going to redo some lyrics and make sure that our copyright is all clean. Uh, But yeah, this is a part of undisrupted the album that'll be coming to you soon. I'm just joking. Or am I? (laughs) You never know with us. Uh, We are going to be co-hosting again. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) We'll, we'll, we'll lip sync it. That's the way to do it. Uh, Good call there. Well, uh, as always, listeners, thank you guys so much for joining us out there and being a part of the special fun that is Undisrupted these last few seasons. We're looking forward to future seasons, the summer, all the things. Again, like Adam said, make sure you mention us, add us at Twitter uh, if we haven't been blocked or banned yet. And be sure to subscribe and give us a review. <laughs> We'd appreciate it. We might even give you a shout out on a future show. This has been the Undisrupted Podcast brought to you by Alfred. He's Adam and you can follow him at AskAdam3. And he's Carl, and you can follow him at Mr. Hooker. And remember, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we are better together. And we are better undisrupted. Undisrupted. Undisrupted.